The outstanding matter of yesterday's verdict did not center on the trial's protagonist, Senator Duffy, nor on some of the other players mentioned and criticized Nigel Wright or Stephen Harper. It was the consideration that we had here the second major public example, the Gomeshi trial being the other, where our courts, using as the north star of their deliberations that of the presumption of innocence, delivered a verdict at variance or at least to the surprise of very many people outside the courtroom. The scale of publicity both trials received left very few without an opinion on each, all of which was quite natural. But that also led to the expectation or even the presumption that the verdict was more or less a settled thing and that what so many people saw as outrageous and demonstrably wrong behavior would sink both defendants. Yesterday's verdict was a blazing reminder that how matters are determined in a courtroom, the testing of opinions and facts under oath, and the burden of the Crown in establishing guilt beyond a reasonable doubt, this latter being the legal extension of the presumption of innocence, is quite a separate matter than how we in public, in coffee shops, over the dinner table, in conversation, or chatter at a bar, how we make our determinations. Regardless of how anybody feels about that verdict, I think it's a thoroughly wholesome matter that a court, grounded on ancient and basic principles, is able and was able to dissent from the popular mood and treat the charges against Mr. Duffy with all the rigor and dispassion that a true court always aims for. Popular sentiment should never drive criminal cases, nor we, the public or a faction of it, seek to modify the fundamental principles of justice when the temptation is there, particularly when the defendant or defendants are themselves nearly universally unpopular or seen as guilty. The second major takeaway is that while Mr. Duffy received an acquittal, the storm and stress over the Senate itself is not done. In many ways, Judge Valencourt found, as he did, that Mr. Duffy did not break the Senate rules because those rules themselves were so elastic they confined no one. Mere rubber bands where steel was called for. Further, that the practices and oversight of the Senate are slack to non-existent, that it is a club which guards itself against accountability and keeps itself at an abhorrent distance from anything like a sense of personal ethics and personal honor in some of its members. In fact, the acquittal of Mr. Duffy and the reaction to that acquittal may provide the necessary energy for the Senate to take one last good hard look at itself and make a wholesale attempt to refashion its standards of accountability and take the many steps necessary to rescue itself from the deplorable position it now holds in the negative esteem of the Canadian public. For The National, I'm Rex Murphy.